That's right, Chuck. Hello there, Assemble. Nerds, we are back. I have literally no idea what number episode this is, but we are here to talk about Star Wars because that's what we do. It's our bread and butter. I like bread. Uh, bread. Yeah, I am super excited to talk about this today because we are finally able to all get together two weeks after this has dropped, but it's okay. We're here to talk about Tales. Where's the... What's right on my headphones? <laughs> there it Tales is. of the Jedi. Found it. These we, are new headphones. We had to skip last week because I have a massive bout of diarrhea. Okay. How many tails would okay. you give these Jedi? Hey, wait. That camera's crooked. Six. <laughs> oh, well. It's <laughs> okay. Six tails. Six tails. Yeah. Is, wait, there how, many, how many episodes are there? Six? There's six. Yeah. Okay. I see. Um, what did you think, Sean-tacular Terry? Uh, uh, lame. Oh, okay. Lame. I don't know. So what, this is for Sean. I don't. I don't care about the Clone Wars that much, and a lot of that stuff just doesn't. It's not satisfying. I don't. I don't okay. care. Well, let's break it down this way. We. It was basically focused around Count Dooku, and Ahsoka. Right. Three episodes for Dooku. Three episodes for Ahsoka. I loved them, but in hindsight, <laughs> okay. Why don't you tell me why you love them, Sean? It sounds like you. It ca- you care about it. I don't want to. I don't want to poo-poo. Well, here's the thing: your your fourth child. I will say this: in hindsight, I feel like maybe there's a little bit too much Ahsoka content. Get oh. get out! <laughs> no, I think if you look at the four episodes, number four, I believe, was the Yaddle storyline. Correct. Yaddle. That was by far the best one. Is Absolute. there a reason why? Is there a reason why they didn't even bother trying to have her talk like Yoda? Yes. Yes, and we're gonna get into that. But is it a good reason, or is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's it's got some lineage and heritage to it. Okay. Um, I think she was raised by normal people. I think that uh, the last episode with Ahsoka was worth telling a story worth telling. Um, is that I, the one where she like fights guys over and over again? No, that's the one where she kills the Inquisitor with no. Oh saber. yeah, yeah, yeah. She just She's on the run. It. Yeah. I thought so that was rather than story. talking about the last episode, right. why don't we talk about the show as a whole and okay. then break it down? Then you start. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it a thumbs up. <laughs> thumbs no. up out of 10. I'll take that. Thank you. Um, yeah. The show is everything. Okay, Dave, you that. sound very happy about it. Yes. Thank you. Can you tell me why you're happy? I want to start by saying, is it because you love the Clone Wars so much you just needed more content? Just a little bit. If they just gave you a crumb, you'd be happy. Here's what I'm going to say. You're like a heroin addict. My least... The littlest bit. My least favorite thing about this show is that there's not more episodes and more content. Wow. Wow. Um, Oh, and one other thing. I've my expectations on that one. Count Dooku's voice is a little whack. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Isn't it just the same voice actor? It's the same voice actor, but they used a de-aging thing. Wow, you can Um, de-age your voice? Yeah. So I want to learn how to do that. Uh, but yeah, shows absolute gasoline. Dang. But I will say this. For the average viewer, probably not the greatest show to watch. To just hop on Disney Plus, turn on. Um, I would say it's for the Star Wars fan. Yeah, sure. Um, because if you take it at face value, 
the episodes are only like 17 minutes max yeah, and sure. if you don't know the context it's pretty boring right <laughs> but when you know the t- the context and the facts this show is gasoline yes okay so I, that I, being said I, what would you give a one out of ten one out of ten I'd give it a nine out of ten dang wow yeah guys spin to better than the Black Adam movie <laughs> no <laughs> oh there you go I can't believe that. Uh, I would give it an 8.6. Why? I think that... What would you have changed? No, I think that the importance of the Dooku story arcs had way more weight to them than the Ahsoka ones. Like, so we start off and it's Ahsoka's origin story of her discovering her powers. And although that was a cool story, like, I've never wondered about that. Well, let me stop you there. That story sucked. Okay. <laughs> can I, can no, I, that was a, not a good I episode. watched all of them in one sitting. Can I ask a question? Dude, yeah. They were three episodes of Ahsoka and three episodes of Dooku, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, it, tales of these two people, right? Right. Not like the Jedi or... I yeah. don't know. No, because they're Jedi. Look, when you tell me tales of the Jedi, I'm like, yo, KOTOR, Knights yeah. of the Old Republic, yeah. High Republic, oh, you were going to get something fancy... Well, that's why I was. But I just s- got more of these people that I mean, you know. I I didn't expect it. to Take be, some risks. I didn't expect it to be three Dooku, three Ahsoka. I didn't um, either. I I just feel like we know Ahsoka so much at this point. What we know zero about before this is Dooku as a Jedi. We know nothing other than there were a couple of brief flashback sequence at the end of Clone Wars where Yoda's like reminiscing of old times. Mm, but, nostalgia. And but otherwise, we've never seen a peak Dooku Jedi Master. Well, in episode two, we do know that Count Dooku is Qui-Gon's master. Sure. Yeah, we know that. That one's right. simple. Um, and we know he is Yoda's apprentice. We get three episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what we're getting is a young Dooku with his apprentice, Qui-Gon. Dookie. Um, we see a defiant Dooku uh, taking matters into his own hand, not really mm-hmm. agreeing with the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, and him kind of handling things the way he kind of wants to. Same. Um, and <laughs> this Dooku arc is all about Dooku's fall to the dark side. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is freaking sweet. Mm. Because at the end of the, his arc... We get episode four, which is, uh, it's called the Sith Lord. Mm. So in the Sith Lord, there are so many Easter eggs. Like I was crying when I realized what was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't crying. Emily was with me and she can confirm I wasn't crying, but, um, hyperbole there. The one thing that this does to the movies this this show the one thing that i got out of this that i could literally like kiss dave filoni for nice the duel of fates mm. okay we know that as okay. the song and as the lightsaber fight between darth maul qui-gon and obi-wan sure. correct so count dooku his apprentice is qui-gon Mm-hmm. So we learn that Dooku is very against everything the Jedi do. Sure. He's not a fan of them. They're ineffective. The only soft spot that Dooku has is for his apprentice, Qui-Gon. Sure. So in this arc, by the time we get to the end, we see uh, Dooku, little Easter egg from episode two, the Attack of the Clones. Uh, when Obi-Wan asked Yoda, um, there's this planet is missing in our database. Where could it have gone? 
he's talking about Kamino. Mm-hmm. In this episode of Tales of the Jedi, we see Dooku erasing that from the memory of the Jedi archives. Very good. Right. Which Very is good. sweet. Kind of closing up that little who done it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It adding clear it was Dooku. Adding context okay. to the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of it kind of jumps through time, this Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, so if you don't really know the timeline, you're kind of screwed. Um, but when you do know the timeline, it's freaking sweet. So mm-hmm. sure. We get Dooku. Um, mm-hmm. We get him. Uh, what's the word? Uh-huh. Uh, sad about Qui-Gon's death. Right. Grieving. Um, because we find out that Qui-Gon has been killed by Darth Maul. So in uh-huh. episode one, when they're fighting, Dooku is a Jedi at this point. Uh-huh. So the Duel of Fates now has more context to it. Mm-hmm. Not only yeah. were they dueling over the fate of Anakin, it's called the Duel of Fates oh, with an S. But it's three people fighting. Right. So should it be like the the truel? The triad of fate. The truel of the fates. Go on. The dodecahedron. Are so, you saying that Qui-Gon's death was a pivotal thing that catapulted the entire story? Yeah, because we look at the we always think about the Anakin side of Duel of Fates. I but it's called do. Duel of Fates he with an S. Space. Multiple. Think about it. It was nowhere near the fight. This Duel of Fates fight mm-hmm. also set up the fate of Dooku. Oh my gosh. Because it was Qui-Gon's death that finally pushed Dooku completely the to the downfall dark Downfall of us all. Dreams. Just like a the remember song. So, Dooku turns, he confronts Palpatine about it. Mm. Um, and Palpatine basically says like, yeah, I lost an apprentice too, but it's all part of the plan. Apprentice too. That was actually really good. So you can put the headphones on if you want, Miss Emily. Um, Emily's Emily's in the building. Tonight. E in the B. Um, but yeah, so, and then we get a fight. Um, Yaddle, who is the female Yoda. Correct. Um, we see her in episode one in the movies, and you always wonder, what she's the a, heck? Yeah, she's just kind of a background character. Who's the Yoda-looking girl? And then right. you never see her again. Right. Well, Tales of the Jedi wraps that storyline up. Mm-hmm. Um, Yaddle is suspicious of Dooku. She trails Dooku, finds him with the Emperor, and Yaddle's oh, like, no. yo, you're the Sith Lord. Compromise. This ends Caught here. Caught you red-handed. And... and... It looks like I'm gonna have to shoot you. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and we get a parallel of, um... Palpatine telling Dooku, like, you've betrayed me. And he's like, yo, no I didn't. So then he fights Yaddle, and it's a parallel of the Yoda Dooku fight from mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones. It's the same exact fight. Right. Um, Just copy and paste. Basically, Dooku uh, throws... Just always fighting these little Kermits. Yeah. Dooku slams the door shut That's on Yaddle. Specialty. Uh, Yaddle survives the door shutting, and Dooku slays her with his lightsaber. Sure does. Um, signifying that he is full dark side now. And then Palpatine, in a parallel to Anakin says you have done well my new apprentice mm-hmm. henceforth you, you should be known as well I was a little bit disappointed in that episode for one reason watch on they don't actually explain what happened to Sifo-Dyas they reference the Clone Wars buddy oh pal no I need to see it Clone Wars takes place after he dies nope Go watch Clone Wars. Well, they put it in a flashback. There's oh a lot of time jumps. Oh my gosh! Um, yep. Well, that is the specific episode I wanted to talk to you about, Sean. Why? Because 
it connects to the movie so much, and we were all aware of it. It connects to the movie Attack of the Clones or yeah. Phantom Menace? Both. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you see the way it's interwoven. Plus, yes. Qui-Gonial is your favorite Jedi. Sometimes. What did you think about his appearance and more layers being added to his character? Which, um, fun fact, is uh, Liam Neeson's son voiced Qui-Gon in this. Oh my gosh. What did you think about that? I thought it was fine. I've always kind of... Eh, I always pictured the downfall of Dooku to be a little different. Mm. Um, based off how Attack of the Clones introduces him. He's a background. He's mentioned in the background as a politician. Sure. And he used to be a Jedi. Now, the way Mace du- Windu explains it to Padme, it seems like it's not like hurt feelings. It's like, well... Sometimes people don't want to stay Jedi anymore. Maybe he felt he needed to retire or walk away from it. And he just over time wanted to get into more into politics. Now, I think that's interesting. And so I always presumed that Count Dooku would have left the Jedi Order before Qui-Gon Jinn died. I always imagined, well, he trained Qui-Gon Jinn. And then it's like, you know, it's been 20 years since he's been a Jedi. Sure. He's just in the background been, been been a politician, maybe a little bit ambitious, and Padme doesn't trust him, but the Jedi still have a soft spot for him, yeah. which is what makes them so clueless to what he's been up to. Mm-hmm. But in this new timeline, the way they present it, right after Phantom Menace, he just decides, well, my apprentice got killed, so I'm leaving. Right. And, you know, I, I think that's just like a little more of a pivotal time. And so it makes me, it's a little bit awkward that they're not keeping tabs on Dooku the same way. And so for me, I'm not saying it completely ruins Attack of the Clones, but it just, it makes the continuity a little bit more turbulent for me. Sure. At least the way I always grew up uh, supposing it would be. Sure. I think that's a pretty good take. I I think that the timeline got... (laughs) (laughs) You could have said anything, but I appreciate you saying that. I like your take. Oh, thank Uh, you. I feel like the timeline was smashed together. I had I never imagined Qui-Gon dying and Dooku is standing in the Jedi Temple remembering him. Like, I thought that Dooku sure. was long gone. Sure. Right? Um, a little bit of a grief. Like, hey, I cared about that guy. Right. So for them to interweave the stories of that. I was, I'm tall. He's tall. Beard. Beard. Which of us his, are. I don't know if you noticed, his beard slowly comes in throughout the three episodes. Yeah. He starts shaved or baby faced mm-hmm. and then by the end he's got his Dooku beard well by the Clone Wars it looks like somebody grabbed his chin and like pulled down on it <laughs> well here's my here's my thoughts I was watching these episodes and like especially in that first episode mm-hmm. when Dooku's like losing control and like just taking matters into his own hands mm-hmm. you're kind of like I kind of like this guy yeah. <laughs> you just like it, he gets it done you you like you you like and appreciate Dooku's character more. You but at the same time, Qui Gon takes a completely different approach, and you respect and like his character. What did Qui- even more. But here, well, let me ask you this: What was Qui Gon doing when Dooku kind of decided, no, forget all this. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go rogue and take care of this problem the the violent way. He told him to stop, and then Dooku threw him up against the wall, which I was a little bit disappointed by because a part of me thought so. He just kind of gets knocked out of the fight. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't really give me anything. It, it doesn't tell me what Qui Gon sh- would do, or it okay. doesn't tell me what like what's the right thing for a Jedi to do. Sure, just like hand these people over to this corrupt senator. Sure, like putting them in danger. I mean, like it just. I get the. I like the the setup of like here's a morally gray thing a Jedi has to wrestle with. Sure, what's what's the appropriate thing to do? Yeah, but the I think they write themselves out of that corner a little too easily because. 
they just have it so Count Dooku gets to do what he wants while Qui-Gon is just kind of disposed of for a second. Mm-hmm. And then when Qui-Gon kind of comes to it, it's all taken care of. Sure. It's a little bit like a subplot that happened in the uh, the expanded universe books, The New Jedi Order, mm-hmm. where Han Solo's son uh, fell to the dark side. And a part of what he did was he killed Luke Skywalker's wife. Yeah. That was his kind of like go all in on the dark side move. But he had an apprentice and his apprentice was Luke Skywalker's son. Mm. So it's the similar situation. But how did he avoid getting in trouble and getting caught? He like used the force to basically knock uh, his apprentice out. So he just kind of missed everything and woke up not knowing what was going on. Dang. So I was like, oh, we're just going to do that. Because, uh, you know, there's that part of you that goes, well, if Count Dooku went berserk mm-hmm. and even Mace Windu knew that Count Dooku could go berserk again, I, I thought that the attack of the clones set up Count Dooku as very prudent of avoiding suspicion because he was just a guy who, you know, did politics and right. was respected by the Jedi. He's not even like he's he's Count Dooku, you know, he's like got a title and he's right. somebody of its significance and respect and admiration and esteem. So they they I think that they they just paint him as a little bit too much of a blatant thorn in the side of the Jedi. Like this guy's not this guy's a little bit uh, dangerous. You don't know exactly what he's going to do. Sure, it's just a it's a characterization of Dooku that a part of me always thought the Clone Wars did poorly. Maybe that's why another reason why the show was always a little bit off putting for me mm-hmm. because I liked Count Dooku more as a an aristocratic, intelligent manipulator mm-hmm. as opposed to like literally Count Dracula, like the twirling of the mustache and. <laughs> I'll get you, Kenobi. Didn't uh, Christopher Lee play Dracula? That's apparently that's actually kind of like a little fun Easter egg. That's why he's Count Dooku because mm. that's just fun. Fair enough. Um, I felt like after watching these, I felt like all of these storylines were things that Filoni had scribbled down seven years ago in and a fever dream and wanted to include in Clone Wars at some point, but never got the chance to. So now he's just like, well, I'm just going to make these quick. 13 minute episodes about these stories that I've always thought about. Right. Because like the Ahsoka stuff, like he, out of all the Ahsoka content we have, we never saw her like, you know, we saw Plo Koon like pick her out to become a Jedi, but we never saw like her, her origin story in that regard. Do you think Dave Filoni has a strange obsession with his character? He built Maybe. To the point where he's like, no, I want everyone to know about her life from literally the moment she was conceived <laughs> until the moment she died. I, I want her whole story. Well, I care about her more than my own family. You understand me? I think, uh, I think here's the revelations that we got out of this. Ahsoka uh, was immediately at Padme's funeral. Oh, my God. Right after her and Rex survived uh, Order 66. Like, immediately. Which, did you guys see the side-by-side of the movie versus the animation? No. Sure. It's like spot on. Is it? It's like so cool. Except it's anime. (laughs) So I thought that was cool that she was there. Um, You know, the Bail Organa connection, which makes a lot of sense, considering she becomes what she does in uh, Rebels, Mm -hmm. where she essentially, her and Bail are going back and forth, sharing information and leading the rebellion. Yeah. So Um, we saw her kill her first... uh, Inquisitor. Yeah, which is huge because I read the Ahsoka book, mm-hmm. which isn't canon anymore. It was kind of considered canon. Yeah, as of like two years ago. Why they why they decanonize it? 
the uh, Clone Wars season seven came out mm-hmm. and just kind of discombobulated, discombobulated it. Discombobulated it, yeah. Right. But um, in, going on. in the book, she is basically hiding, in hiding after Order 66. And um, she, like, it's the same, it's the episode we saw where she's, like, just working for her wage, basically, and right. just being like a hermit, like we see with Kenobi in the Kenobi show. Um, in the book, she does the same thing and an inquisitor comes and she literally stops the inquisitor. She doesn't have any weapons. She stops the lightsaber with her hands and then defeats the inquisitor and takes that lightsaber and purifies the crystal, which is how she gets her white lightsabers. Nice. So when this was happening and I was watching it with Emily, I said, I guarantee you there's not even going to be a fight here. She's just going to grab the lightsaber because that's what happened in the book. And then it happened. And I was like, that was cool. (laughs) Did you watch that slowly and see if that saber looked like her? Like, did she get new handles and just take the crystals? uh, In the book, she kind of just like scraps parts and puts it together. Sure. Um, I mean, it makes sense. She's got two crystals now. Yeah. Felonious. So. I thought that was really cool how that all tied in. Sure. It's, and her lightsabers, I looked it up. Um, speaking of lightsabers, I have a really new bad obsession. <laughs> um, I was addicted to Funko Pops. And here's the thing. Still was, are. That was my gateway drug into oh, no. lightsabers. <laughs> I am a fiend, which I actually brought some for you guys to see. Drugs oh, coming up a lot today. This is, this is my new purchase. Oh, it's a lightsaber. Yeah. Can you get your drink so, out of the way, please? Sorry. Thank you. Oh what my gosh. It? Wait, uh, which way is No, going? yeah, like that. Oh my gosh, oh it's um God. it's half of that's Darth Maul's, right? Oh, yes. he's got another box. Okay, Luke. Get it out of your <laughs> eye socket. <laughs> Dang. So these connect. Ollie's gonna be pumped to see these. Are these uh are these like the fancy ones we got at Disneyland? Yeah, it's the legacy ones. Nice. Um, cool. Yeah, so I got these. Um, right now, you you legitimately can't find this for under five hundred dollars. Oh my! And I got gosh. it for don't say it three fifty. That's even yes, worse. that's a lot of money. Super super. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, we're all here for a short while, so let's that's have a good fun. point. I never thought about it like that, but have, you're right. Have you ever we'll seen the video see. of uh, Obi Wan picking his lightsaber? For episode one, I do, and I like in the, the behind the scenes, and that lightsaber is in the box for like him to pick. Yeah, they had a lot of goofy ones that are like not very. It's kind of yeah, funny when so, you look at some of those. They're like some of the designs are like so boring, super lame. So this design, Kiadi Mundi and uh, this uh, fish boy. Kit Fisto. Kit Fisco. Both of their Why lights- do we know who he means by because <laughs> that's both, the water Both Jedi. of their lightsabers are like super, Generic. super bland. Yep. That's the one your son wants. Yeah. You told me. Ollie Somebody I want a Kit Fisto one. He loves Kit Fisto. Somebody needs to get better about designing cool lightsabers. Uh yeah. so this right here, half of his hilt is uh-huh. exactly what Plo Koons looks like. And okay. exactly what well, yeah, I think they just started like. re- yeah. they basically because they yeah. originally built them out of like camera parts and stuff like that. Actually. <laughs> It's science. Kind of funny. But those are cool, dude. Yeah. Hey, good for you. Um, Remember how when you got the Ahsoka lightsabers, you were convinced they didn't work until like 
Stop it. I came in and fixed him, and you almost, like, forfeited hundreds of dollars. No, the toy. Th- there's a certain way the blade goes in, and I put it in the opposite way, but I had shoved it in the opposite way because I was uh, so excited. I needed it to turn on. It didn't <laughs> right. work, and we were, and it didn't we were worried. But Yeah, so anyway, the fulcrum white lightsabers yeah. um, are... The cool thing about these is they're all retired, so they'll come out for, like, a month, and then they never come out again. Dope. So people have lightsabers, like Obi-Wan's Episode 1. Mm-hmm. Dude, you can't find that anywhere. And if you do, it's on the black market for $800 oh plus a liver. Well, the thing is, that saber <laughs> sucks, so it doesn't really matter. What are you talking about? The first Obi-Wan oh, one? Dude, it's dude, so ugly. The first Obi-Wan one is don't, n- dummy. Don't they all look the same up no. until he gets his Episode 4 one? No. Episode 3. No, Episode 1 is those really, uh, it's got the big black... And his has a massive pommel on it. Yeah, it's well, yeah, like, it's got like a mace on the bottom. Yeah, of it. Qui Gon's is cool. a little better. It doesn't have the pommel on the bottom. Well, remember when in, they at the, the Detroit Museum? They I don't know if you ever went. They had the actual like props and costumes from the movie as like a mm-hmm. exhibit at the mm-hmm. museum. And I it I was so happy to have it confirmed finally. But you can see the actual lightsabers. And I've always been convinced of this watching the movies. And I was always upset by it with our toys. Mm-hmm. The toys they give you are always like really extra thick. Right. But mm-hmm. the actual props are pretty thin. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. could grip it fully. Right. right. And so I've always been super annoyed by that. Thank you for crimping my water bottle. It's because um, it has to fit that thick battery. Yeah, that's it's the dang science. battery. But I think we've talked about this before, but Obi-Wan Kenobi's episode three, where it's like not worn. Because his episode four is sweet, but it's kind of worn. And it's almost like it reveals some of it's his handle is like black, but number four, it's more worn and you see some of like the brass underneath episode three. It's crisp and black. That's the one. Go ahead. Well, so they just released a box for lightsabers. It's the Kenobi box. And when you open it up, it plays the Kenobi theme Lame. and it's his episode one. It's his episode. Uh, Episode three. It's either the episode three or the Kenobi show one. Okay. Because in the Kenobi show, that lightsaber is like withered weathered, a little bit. Yeah. And then the old Ben, a New Hope uh, lightsaber, is way withered and right. like brass looking. And yeah. Um, but that box right now is going for a thousand dollars. It was sold out online, and now people are selling it on the black market. Basically, dude, you're like a knowledge wizard. All right, I have one more question. I love. Just, I just have one question. Why does Yaddle talk normal? Yeah. Go ahead, David. So there's uh, Dave Filoni talked to Frank Oz about that. Um, Frank Oz. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Okay. <sighs> 30 second review, go! <laughs> if any of you follow our Instagram. Oh, they've all seen it. Um, so everyone on the Yaddle is voiced by Bryce Dallas Howard. Eight. Um, Nine. Who has done some Mando episodes. 11. I can't concentrate, Sean. <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard has come up like 15 times in this podcast. Yeah, she's a goat. Um, yeah, so she's a human. Frank Oz, who voices Yoda, was talked to by Dave Filoni, and Dave Filoni said, "Yo, uh, should we have Yaddle talk like that?" And he's like, "No, Yoda talks that way in honor and memory of his master, Yoda's former master." So Yaddle, it's not their species that talks like that; it's the way Yoda was brought up from his master. Yeah. It's because that's the way the original Jedi spoke. It was a very formal and elegant language. He is now 700, 800 years old at that time. And so he feels a tremendous responsibility to talk that way, even though nobody else talks that way. Even though he could probably speak the way everyone else speaks. Right. 
I don't know if Filoni specifically talked to Frank Oz about that in order to do this episode, but he just had the knowledge that Frank Oz at one point had said the reason Yoda talks this way is to honor his old master. It's not a permit okay. thing. All right, I'm done. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When I heard that, I thought, yeah, that's kind of dumb, but I had to love it because optimism, right? <laughs> well, here's what I was going to say about all this, Sean. I was hoping you would really enjoy it. He's gone. He's oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would enjoy it because Filoni... Even though you get some episodes where it's just Ahsoka riding a very poorly animated tiger, you you also get some freaking banger episodes where who deleted Kamino? Oh, it was Dooku. What did happen to Yaddle? Oh, she re- she removed herself from the council because she herself didn't believe. And then how did how did Dooku feel about Qui Gon? Oh, we get to see that. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. What was Dooku's actual turn to the dark side? Oh, we get to see that. So he does a great job of like, what are those things in all the movies that still gnaw at people and we don't have the answers for? Let me give you the answer real quick. Right. But what I like about them bringing in Yaddle is all of us knew that she was a character, but like you said, she was just like a behind the scenes character. But then when Baby Yoda hopped on the scene, oh my gosh, the Yaddle... Uh, conspiracy theories were going rampant because yeah. it was like well who wait a second the only ones that we know is Yoda and this female one that was on the, the Jedi Council in episode one she's a babe she sure no, is <laughs> but she disappears in episode two where did she go well legend says that she removed herself from the Jedi Council for undisclosed reasons and then everybody's saying well maybe she was pregnant with Grogu and that's why she stepped down but then whatever happened to her well we don't know but then obviously we are putting the pieces together to know that Yaddle is not Grogu's mom once you learn who Grogu is a little bit more but it never answered the question what the heck happened to Yaddle so I really like the fact that they closed that whole loop she had a pretty heroic moment she seemed pretty darn competent and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard taps off word so all it takes to be a hero is to walk into a room and die (laughs) hell yeah brother hell yeah (laughs) Uh, but that's, I was really hoping that episode four was going to rope you in and it obviously didn't. And that's disappointing. Episode four is straight gasoline, dude. Cause what I was going to say is, okay, one of the, the, all six were pretty good. There was one that was kind of a stink bomb, but okay. Number four, number four was pure gasoline. I would honestly say in Clone Wars, that's kind of how it is. There's a total stinker. But then one out of every six, (laughs) one out of every six is like, our audience is like seven years old. (laughs) So episode four is a stinker of an episode. They fly now. now. Uh, But I was going to say one out of every six, like ties into the movies and gives you answers that you didn't know you wanted. And it's like, dang, this is blowing my mind. This is what happened with Yaddle. This is how Dooku found out about Qui-Gon. And just like all of that stuff. That's kind of what Clone Wars is all about. Mm -hmm. It just kind of ties up loose ends that you kind of forgot about, but you appreciate that they tied it up. So, And that's my pitch to you, Sean. I love you. But you know what? We didn't really talk about the Ahsoka episodes. Things are getting pretty serious. I hope so. I know we talked a little bit about the different things that happened, but... Uh, the Dooku arc is definitely the highlight, um, but the Ahsoka has some moments. 
I'm going to be fully disclosing all information with you right now. You ready? I don't remember Wait, the second I'm Ahsoka episode. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, go ahead. I don't remember what what was the second Ahsoka so, episode. So, yeah, that was weird. So, episode... There's, oh, it was her at Padme's funeral. No. Tales of the Jedi is six episodes long. <laughs> the very first episode is about baby Ahsoka, and right. it is doo-doo. <laughs> kind of a waste of time. <laughs> kind of a waste of time. It's basically just to tell you... Uh, one, Ahsoka has um, animal handling force abilities, mm. um, like like our boy Ezra from it's Rebels. It's weird that that has never shown up in the 97 hours. Which leads me to think the Ahsoka show coming out next year. Uh, you know, gonna, if Ezra could handle the purgles. Uh, she's going to handle the gurgles. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, episode one is. I hope you like pain bad her mom takes her hunting and basically says like death is a part of life <laughs> and then uh, we learn she has force abilities sweet ahsoka's showing awesome she's got the abilities um shout out to her dad roofer and her grandma she's a bitch <laughs> that's the second time you've used that audio on a Perfectly. really old like person who looks like a vacuum grabbed their soul and sucked all of the life out of them <laughs> used it perfectly sean um but yeah episode number one if you're not a star wars fan and you're like maybe i'll check out tales of the jedi do yourself a favor and don't watch that dang um which is funny because it kind of symbolizes the whole clone Wars show season one is kind of trash <laughs> but you get through it and you got some gold With in there poor animation right um but no oh. so Episode one isn't that good. And then you've got your Dooku arc, all three episodes right in a row. Right. And then the last two episodes get back with Ahsoka. I forgot. So episode one, baby Ahsoka. She's got force abilities. She's a Jedi. Episode two is Anakin harping into her that you need to learn how to defend yourself. Right, right, right. Um, And that these uh, droids are one thing, but how can you operate against like a human shooting you? Right. So he has the clones... uh, set their guns to stun and he has her surrounded and he says like keep going until you learn how to defend yourself she gets knocked out four or five times more like 97 times yeah and she's out for an hour or two every time um which if you don't know star wars and you watch this show or this episode you're like okay this is really repetitive and stupid i get it she's training what's the point let me tell you the point bring it right now i'm ready in this moment I will tell you the point. <laughs> Bring it. Um, in Order 66, You're- we see it in Season 7 of the Clone Wars. Um, when the clones turn and they all surround Ahsoka, Ahsoka is able to survive because she's able to defensively deflect every blaster bolt coming her way mm-hmm. and she's able to escape. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty sick move she does. She does this like spinning double lightsaber thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm vengeance. Exactly. Yeah. So in Tales of the Jedi, we come to find out that Anakin harped into her and told her, you need to learn this. This could save your life someday. Right. Which just, if you know the context, it does save her life right. come Order 66. Yeah. So she does the exact same defensive move in this episode of Tales of the Jedi. She's learning that move. She finally gets it. And that ultimately saves her life. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you know the context behind it, it's really cool. Yeah. And we get a couple Easter eggs while she's training with the, uh, droid, um, training droid that we see Luke train with in a new hope. Mm -hmm. 
Um, there's some people watching her. Those people, we've got Daddy Juan Kenobi with his long locks. Father Daddy. Um, we've got Kanan, mm. young Kanan watching. Hashtag rebels. Um, and obviously his master, which I don't remember her name, but... Um, Billaba? Yeah, that sounds right. Billaba. Got her. Bilbo Baggins. <clears throat> Let's go on an adventure. <laughs> nope. Um, That's right, Chuck. <laughs> me and Emily just watched that movie. By the way, Emily's here now. <laughs> She's standing in for Sean because Sean fled the scene when David gave him that tidbit about Franklin Osward. Um, which we need to clear something up with Emily real quick. The people are desperate to know oh, no. how do you feel now about Obi Wan now that the Kenobi show is concluded. Better. Okay. Still not my favorite character. All right. Well, you heard it, folks. Um. Yep. <laughs> He's got the best lightsaber, though. I mean, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. It's the best. But uh, anyway, yeah. So Ahsoka. That's uh, second episode. She learns this defensive move, which saves her life. Third episode is the um, jump in time where she's just surviving after Order 66. Right. Handles herself against the Inquisitor, which sets up, you know, in, in movies and in shows, you want the protagonist to absolutely, like, ball out mm. when they're fighting. You want to see crazy stuff. You know, you want high peak action in fight sequences. Right. Um, which we get in season seven, Ahsoka versus Maul. No but doubt. this episode, I was a little upset at first that she just in half a second handles the Inquisitor and it's over. But then again, I thought about it and I was like, no, this is the perfect time to show. We've seen baller Ahsoka right now. We, what it's doing is setting up context for the rest of what's to come with Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. And it's, she can freaking handle herself now. No doubt. Ahsoka is a baller. She is a fully grown, not a Padawan anymore. She is Ahsoka's... She's a... Prodigal... Sister. (laughs) Prodigal sister. Um, And no, she can handle herself. And it also is like the first step in her her basically coming in contact with an Inquisitor... Because we see in Rebels, like, she freaking wrecks Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. She's not afraid of them at all. Like, she takes on two at one, uh, two at one time. And the very, when she first shows up in Rebels, she shows up to defend some of the main characters and she takes on two Inquisitors. And she's not scared at all. And at this point, like, all we know about these Inquisitors is that they're like hunters and they are going to get you. Mm-hmm. And they are menacing and terrifying and they are a threat. And then Ahsoka just shows up and just, she just, handles it yeah so it's kind of cool to see like yeah she's this is not her first time right she's not afraid of them and then yeah we get to see um her at padme's funeral we get to see her uh talking to bail organa which uh jump starts her bailer (laughs) they fly now i hardly know her (laughs) (laughs) that one's for tease (laughs) um bail organa yeah, so that kickstarts the whole Rebel Alliance. Ahsoka's a founding father, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was like little stories that no one really asked for, but much appreciated. I only wish I would have gotten more Qui Gon, uh, young Qui Gon. You know what I'm saying, Sean? I I, I think they probably could have cut the Dooku Windu 
episode and filled it with more young Qui-Gon. That would have been preferable. Mm-hmm. What? Young Dooku? Young Qui-Gon. That's true. What do you rap about, Sean? <clears throat> you don't have a mic, but... Dookie in these streets. Jar Jar. Jar cool. Misa Bombay Warrior. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so um, what did you want to talk about today? That. That's what I wanted to talk oh, about. Okay. Uh, I will say I recently Uh-oh. watched Dr. Strange. Me and Emily have seen that. Madness of the Maltese. What'd you think? I really liked it. I mean, you guys... David, did you, you see Ron? I did. <laughs> I did. And you know what, David? I will give you the benefit of the doubt. The way she says run is, is a little tough. Normal. <laughs> it's a little tough. And if I would not have known the context, but you're also an idiot because then he immediately <laughs> runs. Yeah. Um, but it does kind of sound like she says run. Uh, but I really liked it. I mean, you kind of poo-pooed it because they didn't do everything that they that you wanted them to. But I was watching. I was like, dang, this is a, I really liked America Chavez's character. I thought that the story was done so well. And I meet like, did you rank uh, Black Adam higher than mom? I did. So I, not my mother. Mom, you're above Black Adam. <laughs> um, are you kidding? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> No, Multiverse of Madness, Mom. I thought Multiverse of Madness was a better story than Black Adam. I thought Black Adam was more entertaining. The only part that sucked with Doctor Strange is when he fought that other Doctor Strange with music. I thought that was really lame. I can see it now in the writer's room, them being like super creative. Like, what if he conjures these notes and every time one hits it's the sound of the note yeah and then what if he like plays oh the second bad strange yeah i gotcha yeah like creativity 10 out of 10 execution 10 out of 10 i mean it was very visually appealing but nobody stopped to wonder should we do this (laughs) (laughs) is this creative yes is this going to be like very interesting i know i can already (laughs) see it they're in the writer's room okay what elements can we bring into this fight I don't know. Uh, let's go to the She-Hulk writers' room. <laughs> hey guys, you got any ideas? <laughs> Music notes, <laughs> or Bill's like, well, I was just practicing my clarinet yesterday, and um, what if we brought like a clarinet element into the Strange? <laughs> it's uh, coming together. Hey, he's what? So I, d- <laughs> when that happened, and then when he took over that guy, it's the dead Strange's yeah. body. And then, like, all those, like, demons were surrounding him. I didn't care for that part either. But if you take those two parts out, I thought the overall story was done very well. Okay. I respect it. I I didn't care for it. I also watched uh, the Marvel What If series. Those are fire. I had... You told me to watch the Doctor Strange one, I think. So that was the only one I had watched. But then the first one was uh, What If Cap... Uh, yeah, with never became Captain America, and instead it was Agent Carter. Yeah, that was pretty good too. But dude, there's a zombie episode. That's the one I'm on, and I watched half of it. It's good. Did you watch What If the Avengers Never Assembled? No, they all get killed. Dang, that's all I'll say. Then I shall die as one of them. <laughs> Sean, you're on it with the drops right now. Um, yeah. So like in the beginning of i can't remember which iron man it is he's eating at the donut shop and at this point you know how he's like affected by the arc reactor and it's like hurting him Mm -hmm. so he's like drinking that juice all the time uh 
in the movie, Scarlet. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, I always say that. Dang it. Because there's Scarlet Witch, but then there's Scarlet Johansson playing Black Widow. Yeah. So Black Widow injects him to help him. She yeah. like injects him to give him something. In this, she injects him and he immediately dies. And Iron Man is dead right off the bat. I just spit Hang on, so I think much. I saw that. I saw that one. Your spit. <laughs> yeah, it flew. No, the, uh, I think I saw that. That's with um, the little Ant-Man is the villain. Yeah, it's yeah. Hank Pym. Okay, I saw that one. Though. I love that one. Um, you obviously didn't remember it. So. No, I, I remember it now. It was good. Wow. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I. That's as far as I got. There's a couple more episodes. So oh, what, what if um, T'Challa became Star-Lord? That was a pretty cool episode, too. That's just sounds weird. <laughs> yeah. Who comes up with that? They the uh Ravagers go to Earth to pick up Chris Pratt. What's his Peter Quill, but they accidentally pick up T'Challa because they get all these crazy readings from Wakanda. So like, oh man, there must be something extraterrestrial going on there. And then they find this kid in the field and it's T'Challa and they take him instead. That was a good episode. Speaking of Wakanda, uh literally as we conclude this podcast we are on our way to the theater to see wakanda forever i'm so pumped i am too dude i'm i'm pumped i'm hyped <laughs> on a scale one to hype how are you emily six you gotta speak into the mic too there you go i don't know nice <laughs> one to ten how bad do you want to see this movie 5.5 Dang, so that's not enough. That's enough to get her to the theater. <laughs> so that's why she's here. Mission accomplished. Uh, did you see the trailer? Oh, yeah. I did. I like the one with Kendrick Lamar. Heck yeah. Yeah. I built it up. We gonna be all right. I hope yeah. we gonna be all right. No, I'm, I'm really excited to see how they do Chadwick Boseman. <sighs> I'm a little worried, though, because I saw something on Instagram. No, don't. <laughs> it's not like a spoiler because we already knew. Oh, I sent you that. What? The after credit scene? No. What? Whoa, what? Oh, you. No. I, told, I, I sent you the rumor of the after credit scene that they cut. Oh, yeah. There was a rumor that uh, Dr. Doom was going to be in the after credit scene. And they cut it. Maybe because he's in the movie now. Oh, my gosh. Maybe because he's in the movie now, David. That would be everything I predicted and more. If any of you watched our rundown of Marvel phase five and six you know exactly what i'm talking about but i know that all of you already did see that episode so right i'm not gonna dive into it further but i saw a screenshot of iron hearts armor mm. i thought it was a screenshot from Fortnite, and i'm not kidding. oh no <laughs> i thought it i thought it was like oh new character in Fortnite. oh this isn't Fortnite, and also this is marvel so i think that the she-hulk animators were yeah. on it. <laughs> is that what you're gonna say they wrapped up she-hulk <laughs> and they immediately moved to wakanda forever dang but well, we'll see no i'm excited i'm excited too what uh what's on your watch list for you said you ran through what if you ran through uh yeah i've been uh we got a treadmill at the house now so i'm running and watching stuff on the ipad which is super efficient dude like you can't watch what ifs at the gym yeah you sure can in your basement mm -hmm. you can do it on your couch too <laughs> no that's i literally don't have a television it's oh, that's the right. ipad so yeah i've been catching up on those i need to see shang chi next and i need to see eternals next i'm catching up on all the phase four stuff that's really what i fell behind on yeah they just were hitting I, it must have just been a busy stretch in life and they were hitting so much content at the same time and i saw none of it yeah so shang chi's shang -Chi. good 
Yeah, that's what you said. That's what Sean said. Um, so uh, that was a test. Me asking you what's on your watch list and you failed. Oh, I no, no, no. Because I tried to watch Daredevil. It's still on Netflix. No. What? I don't have. I can't. It's no, it's on Disney Plus. I I told you. I told you. Listen. So Daredevil is a very dark show. You have to change your view settings to Uh, mature. Disney Plus automatically puts. Yeah. Dang. It's dude. It's dark. If you told me that. I 111% forgot that you told me that. I was so ticked. I was searching it and I'm like, no. Yeah, it's not coming up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we figured that one out. Cause and I forgot how dark this show was. I hope you like pain. That's actually why I watched the What If series because I tried to watch Daredevil and it wouldn't come up and I was running and I was like, I I can't search. I just gotta okay, I'll watch this. Mm -hmm. But that was actually what I wanted to watch. So once you change that setting, you've got Deadpool now, you've got Logan. You've got uh, Daredevil, Punisher. Dang. We just wrapped up season two. So we're two seasons deep in Daredevil. What did you think of Daredevil? Going in, I thought this is going to be the stupidest thing I've ever watched. Because I'm like, (laughs) Daredevil? Who's Daredevil? I thought he was a DC character. He's kind of a loser hero on paper. I'm like, what is his superpower? Oh, he's blind. (laughs) I had no idea this guy was blind. So <laughs> going into the show, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Where's he, the bag? He does <laughs> flips he and stuff and he's blind. <laughs> but I will say there are parts where I lurry, like I feel sick because it's graphic. And yeah. I'm glad David has watched it before because he will hurry up and cover my eyes and thank the Lord he does because I would have nightmares. Dang. But there's some parts I don't because I forgot yeah. they're in there. And well, I just... Well, that's why I was really afraid to watch Dr. Strange because you guys are like, it's a straight horror film. And it was pretty graphic, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to no, be. No, this, this is way worse, dude. <laughs> I mean, there's like, I think I told you, like, just for example, um, he's trying to find info out on who's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And someone accidentally says the name. Oh, yeah. And they're so scared that they said the name that they just end themselves. I guess you could say things oh, are getting pretty gosh. serious. I guess you could. But uh, season one, would you? What would you rate season one of Daredevil? A ten out of ten. Yeah, I wanted to watch the next episode. I wanted to Dang. see what was going to happen next. But which... then season two hit, and what'd you think? <laughs> it was still really good. Um, but I get so they incorporate ninjas, which can either be really cheesy or really cool, and they, it they do that in Arrow too. <laughs> they <laughs> no, do a it's, good job. It's literally of, like Arrow. Yeah, they do a good job of not making it as cheesy as it could be but sure. it was still kind of like anything with ninjas i feel like is like yeah we're, like, but you can get lost in let it. me just set up uh ninjas are stealthy and silent and move in oh, silence and that's his thing he needs to hear that's tough so the way he learns to beat oh, them so he gets better absolutely insane I can't wait to see I love it. Well, like I said, he showed up in She-Hulk, and the 10 minutes of action that he was in She-Hulk, I was like, dang, I got to watch his show. He seems like a pretty sweet character. It's it's hallway scene after hallway scene mm-hmm. after hallway scene after hallway scene, that's and it's just, done in one take. That's just straight dopamine. Where it just film. follows him. I'm vengeance. Yeah. And I'm yes, vengeance. you know, <laughs> when you're in a hallway for the 20th time in the show, and there's 15 guys that walk in, Yes. Sometimes the 10th guy he beats is like, all right. I got a question Uh, for you and for the audience. If you were in a hallway and 10 dudes came 
into that hallway. How quickly would you die? <laughs> Dude, here's what you do. You drop your Smoke pants. <laughs> no, listen to me. You drop your Same pants. Thing. No one knows what to do. You're like, dude, what are you doing? Dude, Everyone loses their cool. No one can stay serious. Everyone's Get like, that's <laughs> what they're like. Nice. Yeah. That is not the approach I would take. <laughs> Power fart. <laughs> oh my God, that guy just made the wall brown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's man. the move. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> the internet's not ready for that story. <laughs> um, but as far as Daredevil, what have been like your favorite? What have been your least favorite parts of that show? Like, what would? Who would you eliminate? Karen. <laughs> yeah. Karen. Oh, um, she's the worst. No, I don't want to talk about my Karen. least favorite parts. Then what are your, without ruining anything. I just I will say that this is the least cheesy superhero show movie everything that I've ever seen even the Marvel movies that come out all the time I'm like this is so dumb yeah sure I'm gonna get hate on that too but oh the comment section (laughs) is blowing up but it's like it's just the the storytelling you wanting to know what happens next the fight scenes like David said it's like I don't think it gets old there's a there's literally a, a scene a fight scene I think it's probably 10 minutes long. Oh, no talking, yeah. literally just fighting. And I'm like sucked in because yeah, it's, you're just watching. Like David said, it's in one take. So you just Dang. follow him. And it's not like he is like one guy. Boom. He's done. Next guy. Boom. He's done. It's like, it's oh, realistic. he gets wrapped up by three people. Right. Oh, he somehow got out of that. Oh, he just fell off a balcony. Oh, he just took that. Like he like takes his hits and yeah. he gives it. And the whole uh, theme is his dad was a boxer and his dad really harped into him. Like, it's not about how hard or how many times you get hit. It's about how many times you get up or whatever. His dad was Rocky. I'm yeah. No, really. Creed. (laughs) Yes. Michael B. Jordan is Daredevil. I thought he was Killmonger. The what if. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That dude is a tall glass of chocolate milk. Dude. But Talk sh- about the glass fully. Where are you going with this? <laughs> not, full. Full. <laughs> not half full, not half empty. I'm talking a full glass of chocolate. Since we're talking <laughs> chocolate milk, what That's is your right, ranking Chuck. of milk, strawberry milk, and chocolate milk? Dude, <laughs> strawberry. Strawberry, strawberry milk will always be at the bottom. <laughs> there no. is nothing you can do to make strawberry milk good. Dude, strawberry milk is elite. Whenever we were, we used to work in a lot of customers' houses, and every customer would be like, "What? Well, can I get you guys something to drink?" <laughs> and my classic joke would always be, "I will only accept strawberry milk <laughs> and make it a true move. because <laughs> nobody ever has that. But that's what I require. Strawberry milk is my favorite. I'm sorry, dude. And a Neapolitan face-off, I'm going strawberry first. You know what's time. funny? Your farts smell like strawberry milk. Well, so that's. <laughs> I got the Fairlife one in my fridge right now. Mm. Controversial. <laughs> yeah. We're not getting into that. So They beat their cows or something. Uh, Daredevil. But dang, that lactose-free stuff is what I need. Yeah. Power farts. <laughs> Daredevil. Watch it. Season one is fantastic. Season two is... Okay. All right. It's really good. Um, 
here's what I'll say. Season one is one storyline, and it's great. Okay. Season two is two storylines, mm. and one of the storylines isn't very good. The other one is very good. Right. So it's kind of like half the time you're like, uh, I don't really care about this. I'm waiting for the next, the other storyline to go on. Sure. Um, well, now that I know I can actually watch it, that's the next thing I'm going to watch. It is very dark, though. Shang-Chi can take a hike, <laughs> brother. And I'm talking about you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we're, we're watching our clocks because we have to get to the AMC to watch Wakanda's Forever. Hey, did you see that sky today? Talk, Talk about, about blue. blue. This you know movie, what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. Our impressions on this podcast are phenomenal. I mean, we're talented. We're talented young men. Obi-Wan Kenobi impression, go. Assemble. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone. I forget what he said after that. Give me an impression, go. Uh, Darth Maul. Not Clone Wars. Darth Maul oh, from the movie. I was just about to yell. <laughs> Darth Maul from the movie. I don't even remember his one line. He, I mean, all he does is that part where he gets cut in half and he pretends like he's constipated. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. No, he says something to Palpatine in episode one. I am a... I am a... <laughs> See, you asked for me to do a impression on the spot and I can't, but if you ask, like, if you pull back the footage, Sean, cut to all the previous footage of me doing every impression ever in 99 Nerds history. I just added seven hours to Sean's Dude, editing. <laughs> that is a reel I want to make, actually. I don't expect you to do that, Sean. But if you did, that'd be pretty I hope cool. you like pain. Emily, give me an impression. Like I don't do impressions. Give him an option for an impression? Oh, yeah. Or give him My an impression? Favorite. I runced it. I runced the precious. Oh, master. Get <laughs> Okay. What? David talks to me in Smeagol's voice every single day. Okay. Dude, I can't but stop. <laughs> on the podcast, it's he's like trying not to laugh, so it's like, eh. In real life, it's spot on that I get scared and I run away. Yeah, sure. Um, I told him, and he'll start singing songs in Smeagol voices. I said, you need to make a Smeagol's Greatest Hits album. Dude. Because it's a whole YouTube like channel. I can I, rip some vocals. Dang. And Kronk from Emperor's New Group. Yeah, that's pretty solid. I'm yeah. a big Kronk guy. Yzma, um, put your hands in the air. Yzma. <laughs> uh, what? Sean killed it in our Lord of the Rings. That is my absolute favorite impression on this podcast. Sean doing the uh, the orc from oh, Lord of the Rings. The commander, yeah. The yeah. commander orc. Where he was like... Uh, <laughs> Fe- You're off the rails now, Sean. I don't even remember what it was. It was like... What, what did you do, Sean? I guess you could say... I'm vengeance. Dang. Um, yeah, Lord of the Rings has got some good ones. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, Thor. We've always done some good Thor ones. Yeah, Thor. He's a man. We're talking about impressions. Yes! Um, I'll do my favorite impression of you. Yeah, Ewan McGregor. He's a, he's a pretty good actor. <laughs> this was early on in our podcast days when we didn't know what to talk about. We just kind of rambled. And mostly, that is mostly my, me. That was my favorite Austin moment. <laughs> when I was fully like on board with like 
saying what I had to say and he cut me off and then didn't know what to say after cutting me off that he goes, yeah, Ewan McGregor is, he's a pretty good actor. <laughs> anyway, yeah, back to what I was saying. No line of dialogue is wasted but in MCU or in the 99 Nerds. Um, but yeah, rather than waiting till the end, which is pretty soon, why don't you comment, like, subscribe, tell someone about us mm. because uh, we want to grow. Um, we want an actual studio. We want George Lucas. We want Ian McDermott. We want Ned B. <laughs> sure. Like just the costume or the actual actor? No, like a living droid walking around here carrying stuff. That would be cool. Anthony Daniels. John Samos. Ron. Ron. You know what? I think we Dude, could actually we could get Ron. We could find his uh, IG. I shoot him a DM. Next thing you know, he's sitting in house. We're probably gonna have to buy him a plane ticket. Are you prepared to financially support that? I would. Yeah, you should. You're the whole reason he'd be coming on. But we never talk to him. He sits in Emily's seat, and me and you just talk about something else. And Sean could just say, "Sorcerers, fortify your minds." Ron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I laughed at when I was watching it because you described Wanda coming in on a fart cloud. Yeah. And she sure does. She's been eating beans. <laughs> red beans. <laughs> Kidney beans, right? That's the red ones. <laughs> Is it? No. You know your beans. Emily, what do you want to talk about? I'm a pretty good bean guy. What What's the latest in your nerdville? What do you know? What do you even know? Tell us. <laughs> um... I got Super Mario Party for my oh, Switch. Yeah. Nice. That's about it. <laughs> Are you excited for the new movie coming out? Yes. Featuring Christopher Prattonius. Comes out on her nephew's birthday. Dang. So you're going to go see it and then tell him all about it. Two <laughs> Mario themed birthday parties in a row. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's legit. Ollie's pumped. He, I forget. I was watching something. And then like, when, what movie did we just go see? Uh, Black Adam. Yeah. Yeah. When I told him we were going to the movie, he's like, are you going to see the new Mario? It's like, no, buddy, it's, it's not going <laughs> to be out for a while. Literally in a year, dude. <laughs> that's tough for kids when they yeah. see a teaser trailer for something that's coming out 19 months from now. Five. Five? Shoot. See, but we're programmed to think yeah, that's forever it's, it's away. forever away. Dang. He's right. Because everything is just like... Like Fiona's parents. What? Far, far away. Far, far away. Wow. <laughs> Good Shrek reference. Sean's... Olgars <laughs> have layers. Muchachakapaka. <laughs> Wrong one. Um, what Don't else? Get, um, I liked how powerful Wanda was in that movie. She freaking showed up. Yeah, but come on. Why do their power levels go up as the movies Speak progress? Um, because they run out of stuff for the characters to do. Like, oh, we got to do something new and exciting. Uh, but, I mean, they do still kind of try to stay in the lines of what the comic book character's powers truly are. But Sean would disagree with that. He's always talking about the power creep. Um, but you only watched half of the zombie episode. Has Scarlet Witch showed up in that episode yet? I don't remember, no. That's an interesting d uh, dynamic when she shows up. Yeah? Yeah, you should finish watching it. Or do you want me to spoil it for you? You don't have to. I can watch it. I'll spoil it. So they get this transmission, yeah. right? They get what? A transmission. <laughs> like a, tra like a oh, somebody's 
trying to get a hold of us. Yeah. Do you understand? I get you. Okay. I got you. So they get this transmission and it's basically a message saying, I potentially have a cure. So they're trying to find out who is this, where are they? They finally find it. It's Vision. Of course, Vision is the perfect zombie apocalypse guy. He's an android. He can't be bitten. He creates a antidote. Okay. But Scarlet Witch is too, she's a zombie. She's too powerful for it. She resists his antidote because of her power. So he is keeping her in the bunker and feeding her people. So we find T'Challa on a surgical table missing a leg because Vision brought him there, like hoaxed him, or coaxed him, hoaxed him. He hoaxed him and coaxed him into the bunker. Oh my gosh. Cut his, <laughs> cut his leg off and fed it to Wanda to Dang. keep her happy because he knows that he has created that vibranium quad. <laughs> he knows that he's created an antidote and he's close, but he can't save Wanda yet. So he has to keep her alive. And the only way to keep her alive is to feed her. And the only way to feed her is to, to trap people. R.I.P. But they eventually bust that up, and then the episode kind of ends unfinished. There is no conclusion to it. But I think that they're doing a second season of What If, so maybe it'll pick up. Speaking of second season What If, what if Andor didn't have a second season? Dang. I was going to ask you about Andor. I stopped watching it because I got busy. Exactly. And I had that massive bout of diarrhea last week. I stopped watching it, and I don't really care to start again. Come on. Dude, I, like, okay. The heist, sure. It's a good episode. That was a really good episode. And now he's in a prison, and it's like... See, I didn't even watch the next episode. Because I wanted to watch Daredevil, but then I couldn't, so I watched What If. Yeah, Andor is just... I don't know. It's just, I just lost my taste for it. I don't... It's just one of those stories that nobody asked for, and it was good, but maybe like, they won't. There's too many like filler episodes where nothing happens, to where yeah. it's like... Yeah. What that, was the point of that That's episode? what I said to you. Yeah. Sure. You know, after that one episode, I was like... Emily, what was the point of that episode? Right. But. What are you going to yeah. do, you know? What are we going to do? I just do? want more Tales of the Jedi. How many Jedi Tales are, would satisfy you? Just keep going. Nine give tales. me give me a three episode arc on each Jedi. Give me a Kit Fisto. Give me a Luminara. Mm. Give me Bilba. I was going to say Bilba. And Bilbo. Mace Windu. Give me a Hobbit Jedi. We have one. Yoda. Give no, me no. What's his name? Uh, he's in the Clone Wars. He dies. Yeah. On that Imperial planet where their uh, security stuff is. Yeah, the dude with the the really eye. long ears, and he's missing an eye, and it yeah. looks like that. I don't know his name. But uh, name is escaping me. Master. I want to say Shifu, but that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that from yeah, yeah. Mulan? <laughs> Mulan? Panda, no, no the, Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu oh, Panda. Mushu. Mm, my tenders. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Shifu. Oh, Shifu. Shifu. Speaking That's of Shifu. What about it? I don't know. I was trying to think of a transition. <laughs> um, yeah. So Nine Tails would be good for you. Nine Jedi Tales. No, Tales of the Jedi. Give me three episodes on each Jedi. Tell me everything you've ever wanted. And you know what? We didn't uh, taps off to Dave Filoni. Taps off. We didn't nod our caps. Not our hats. Not our caps and taps off. No, the dude, the, Kathleen Kennedy, like, 
Jump off a bridge. I mean, no, no, Whoa. don't do that. So, so there's other things that you can move on to now. You've done it. You've had Star Wars. Right. Things are good. Right. Dave Filoni deserves a raise. He deserves a promotion. Give him how much the keys. Think, how much do you think he makes a year, Sean? Four. Sean said four. <laughs> <laughs> I would wager to say five. I would say, no, I would say he has a little bit of the, uh, like, profit sharing. Sure. Where he is getting, he probably, probably gets 90% of Ahsoka merchandise sales, which is why he keeps pumping Stop that it. gas pedal. Stop it. Ahsoka is great. I love Ahsoka. And you know what? And here's what I'll say. She is my favorite female character in, in anything, all of the world. in any show, any movie going on right now. Ahsoka and it is a daredevil. Oh my god. Ashley Eckstein? Yeah. <laughs> no. Rosario Dawson. Oh. The true Ahsoka is Ashley Eckstein. Mm. I follow her on my Instagram. Bad. Yeah. Which, yeah, she's the goat. She looks exactly how she sounds. <laughs> yeah. Just very, like, small and petite. And just, like, nice. Nice. She's the type of lady that, like, if your car broke down, you would want it to be right in front of her house because she would probably make you some warm cookies. Would you want it to be in front of Rosario Dawson's house? No. What would she make you instead of warm cookies? Afraid. Oh, that was a good word to use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's tough to see Ahsoka as Rosario Dawson. I'm just going to say it. It is a little weird. This show is about to start, the Ahsoka. I, it's tough for me mentally to not hear Ashley Eckstein's voice and to see Rosario. She's shown up a couple times in Mandalorian, and I've liked it, not loved it. Yeah. Because you're right. Ahsoka is, if not my favorite female character of all time, definitely top three. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, it's a whole different direction for the character. And I, I just like, it's not forced. And Sean would probably disagree with me. Because he thinks Anakin having a Padawan is dumb, but right. maybe, yeah, maybe that was forced. He right. needed a Padawan to show some leadership in Anakin before his fall. Right. But, um, no. Her character grows on you. She's yeah. she's a boss, and it's not, like, forced. You freaking root for her at every angle. She earns her praise. Right. It's not praise her. It's... Right. I'm going to praise her. Jeez, man. <laughs> She's an animated character. Uh, but, like, not to be offensive, Ashley Eckenstein, um, the yeah. voice actor, yeah, yeah. versus Rosario Dawson, the physical actor right. in the show, um, they're completely opposite. Right. Like, Ashley is a very small, like, white woman with a very, like, high, nice voice. <laughs> Rosario Dawson is, like, a brute Jeez, of man. a woman. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. Where she's, though. like, no, she's, like, I don't know how uh, tall she is. Stern but. and like, I don't know. Okay, okay. Has a jawline. I don't know. Wow. No, she doesn't. I don't know. She does. I respect she's women. That's testosterone. <laughs> I respect women. <laughs> so you just said? Are you trying to say she's more just tough looking? Yeah, like she's bigger. She's like a tougher look. Sure. She's like Ashley is like, oh, yeah, like what have you been through? <laughs> um, and we are. Really struggling for content. I respect <laughs> that'll be the drop, Sean. Right. Clip the drop. I respect women, and that's gonna wrap it up. No, I'm gonna. I got. I got oh. What? Oh. I gotta talk to okay. Dave. Okay. Oh no. I gotta go. Okay, I'm back. Okay, Dave. Yeah. 
Um, I have a question. I have another question. Okay. You, well, it's not. A, it's not a question. It's more of a statement. You're wrong about Andor. No, Andor sucks, dude. Andor is great. It. You're right, though. It. It takes too long to get good. But the most recent episodes are like top notch television. Really. So what I would recommend is wait till the show's finished. Okay. It'll be twelve episodes, and the rumor currently is that they only were are going to need two seasons. And the second season will also be 12 episodes. When it's finished, you can watch it all in one go, or at least in a, yeah. a way that it doesn't feel like so piecemeal. It's really good. The, pr- the way the prison stuff plays out is really, 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 really well done. I just thought it, it was kind of dumb. I agree. The way they started I thought the prison it, stuff. I thought it's just like, it feels arbitrarily broken up. Yeah. This feels like it, it's so long and they're building too many characters and it seems congested mm-hmm. but once it gets moving dramatically it's some darn good television it's some darn good star wars i'll say okay well i was thinking the opposite when they show up at the prison because oh my gosh there's that one scene completely took me out of star wars i thought what is happening right now <laughs> it was when they first show up to the prison and they have them take their shoes off yeah and then they turn on that thing yeah, and all of them go into like a weird like. <laughs> sure, I was like, "What is he- what is this?" Well, the floors are electrified. That's the that's the beat. Yeah, but like, yeah, but the way they like responded to that was like, well, we'll do odd. this. We'll have you know. get. We'll zap you. Like, we'll speaking of we'll, getting we'll zapped, I actually we'll got plug electrocuted you in power yesterday. Real quick, and we'll see what happens. Wait, what happened? I got electrocuted yesterday. Electrocuted means you die. Electrocution. Electroexecution. You didn't get electrocuted. You zap. Shocked. Are you okay? Yeah, it was like, it was so, I didn't know what was happening until it was seem, too late. You do seem different lately. <laughs> you have been acting strange today. Like I've a, noticed that. Like a doctor? Austin, your mic <laughs> smells weird. Okay, well, on that note, I'll Have leave, you cleaned your beard? <laughs> I'll, leave it up, I'll leave it up to you. I just feel like I needed to, uh, I just, I'm not going to let the Yaddle thing go, and I want you guys to know that. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, so there's this one time um, I went and saw Black Panther on my... Uh, it was like my birthday. And I remember it was really fun because I had just come back from a date with some young lady. And it went really well. And everybody's like, Sean, why were you late for the movie? Tee hee hee. I was like, oh, I was on a date. Tee hee hee. It didn't work out. But anyway, the movie was like so much better for that reason. But this time it's like the opposite. Sean... <laughs> I will date you. Thanks, Austin. No, but for uh, Wakanda Forever, I'm looking forward to it. And yeah. I think it's actually going to be pretty good. It seems like it's it's swinging for the fences. At least that's how the trailers make it look. I sure hope so. Like they're going for they're going for the grand epic uh spectacle. This ain't just like another superhero movie. This ain't your Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right. Oh, this is like this is like World War 3. We're go it's going to be Avatar. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm looking forward to it. Unless it stinks. How long is the movie? Like, what if it's like 90 minutes? It's like, ooh. Oh, dude, it's like two hours and 43 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. I got to go to bed. <laughs> Our movie starts in 18 minutes. So. Tomorrow. Austin's asking me to say this about what now? We saw the Avatar trailer. When we saw Black Adam. You felt nothing. You're just not a fan of water. Which is weird because you drink a lot of water. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I want to let everybody know that this has been another episode of the 99 Nerds. We're really looking forward to talking about Wakanda forever. 
um, and talking about it forever, maybe if it's that good, or we'll talk about it for like you know five ten minutes, and then that'll be the end of it. On this podcast, no way. <laughs> In this economy, all right. Well, you guys have a have a nice night. What do we normally say? Peace. 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 It doesn't sound as good when I say it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>